0: This is Amber Barnes of Conscious Capitalism Northern Nevada, and you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry is the wealth protection diva and CEO of Sage International Inc., a leading provider of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies. Celebrating 24 years in business, Sage International is proud of the consistent role they play in supporting the economic engine driving this country small business, the backbone of America.
1: And now, here's Sherry. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show. Really excited about today's topic, insurance. Now, well, for a lot of people, that doesn't seem like a fascinating subject. For myself and my guest, it is, because it's all about how do you protect your assets? How do you protect the business that you're working so hard to create? So when we come back, I'm gonna ask my guest, Scott Kipper, to enlighten us about the importance of insurance. We'll be right back.
2: Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com.
1: Welcome back. I want to introduce Scott Kipper, who is an insurance regulatory consultant as we speak, but for about five years, you were the head of the insurance division. You were the commissioner for the state of Nevada. So welcome, Scott. Why is the subject of insurance so exciting? (laughs) And of course, for a lot of people, they're gonna be like, well, it's not. But you and I know based on the fact that whatever we do in life today, at some point insurance is going to play an important role. So let's just talk about why.
3: Well, it's a great point and and here's why. When I was the commissioner, I had an elevator speech and one of the key points in that elevator speech was industry of insurance in Nevada. At that time, roughly a $12 billion industry. And that was, you know, some time ago. So I'm sure it's much more than that. But to break that down and to bring it more to a personal level, That equates to over $4,000 per man, woman, and child in the state of Nevada. Obviously, it's a big expense. So it's very important that you get the most bang for your buck. Uh, And we've all heard stories of consumers, individuals, businesses who have lost everything due to a catastrophic loss. Insurance is there as a tool to help mitigate or get away from having to lose everything that you've worked for on your home side of things, but also on your business side of
1: things. As the insurance commissioner the Division of Insurance, besides the bigger picture of what's going on in the state, you also were fundamental people who are licensed as insurance agents and regulatory over all of that. And so I think for some people, that's one of the big questions is, you know, how do I find that guy or gal that really can understand my business or my life to make sure that I'm getting the right kind of insurance at the right time?
3: Well, there's a number of things you can do as a purchaser of insurance. The division of insurance maintains a list, uh, obviously, of those who are licensed to sell insurance products. Uh, The Better Business Bureau is also another great resource of uh, places to go. It comes down to uh, a number of brokers. You're probably good in selecting any of those uh, that are likely reputable. You can check the financial strength of a particular insurance company by contacting the Division of Insurance. And they'll be able to tell you the strength of the company, the level of complaints that may have been lodged against that company, for example, and a number of other key measurements of the quality of an insurance company.
1: Well, you know, the thing with insurance is it's a direct expense. We don't see it. It's not a tangible thing we get to see until something actually happens. Exactly. <laughs> And so a lot of people, do you find they try and cut corners, that they really, is anything ever really going to happen? And I think that's where a lot of education and information is important because, again, we don't know what we don't know or what potentially could happen. That's
3: a great point. And to cut corners, you may be slicing off a piece of rope that you're hanging on to over the cliff, perhaps at times but it's vitally important to sit down with a broker or a producer we used to i started and we were known as agents at that time but to sit down with them ask every question that comes to your mind because they are been steeped in this industry have been doing this and dealing with their consumers and their customers for a long long time and be able to answer those questions and make suggestions of saying this is the coverage you need you need this much coverage on this particular line Uh, and they will walk you through the process. The second piece of that is it's always important to review those coverages periodically. Uh, Every year, every two years, sit down with your broker and say, do I still need to have this level of an umbrella coverage, for example, for general liability? Or what do I need to do on covering my fleet of vehicles? So that there's a, a lot of continuous work that needs to be done to make sure that those risks are covered and mitigated as best as possible.
1: And that's a good point because I think quite a few years ago, I switched from whoever was writing all my business insurance. I never saw the people. I never heard from them. And you know somehow in the back of your mind, it's chewing at you. So I moved to a different insurance broker because they call me every year. What's new? Let me come look. Let's have a conversation. It's that kind of level of service that you would agree and I would agree, that's the kind of person you want to have on your team.
3: Service is the key word there. And, and I've got, we could sit here for hours and I could give you examples that I've heard of producers or brokers going above and beyond to provide that service from a story of a child who had fallen on the playground and, and broken their wrist. They get to the hospital at the emergency room and there's no evidence of that child on the insurance card of that parent. They call the, the broker, the broker gets in the car, drives to the hospital with the policy so that that child can be taken care of. Those are the types of services that are so important uh, and, and separate the good from the bad in, in this particular industry.
1: One of my keys is you know when you're building a company or an organization, even a nonprofit, it's the people you surround yourself with, that team. One of the things that I spent quite a few years, I was, we have this big conference here and one of my clients is the one that put on the conference. Of course, I always get invited to do a lot of things. And it was really about disaster preparedness. What it really opened my eyes to was, you know, when we think of disaster, we think of the big stuff, fire, flood, all of that. But internally within your business, you also have to think about disaster and how does your company survive if the building burns down or you can't get to work for five days because there is a flood. These are all things that have happened, by the way. And so it's that thought process of recovery, business continuation.
3: Good key point, because I was just gonna say, not only do you have to think about those tangible things, but the, the, the extra intangibles. Okay, so if I have a fire, I need to have business continuation coverage so that I can pick up the pieces and get right back to doing uh, and serving my customers as best I can, given the circumstances. And business continuation policy will allow for that. So those are the types of second and third steps beyond just the actual coverage of the contents or coverage of your buildings or coverage of your vehicles that will, that a good broker will suggest and and make sure that you get the best.
1: Well, with cybersecurity, I mean, all the stuff going on, and I'm sure the insurance industry, even though on the front end, we don't see a lot of change and shift, but I imagine. Since you are a consultant out there, what's, what's new in insurance?
3: <laughs> oh, you know, it's a good point uh, because it's changing all the time. You know, we are, you alluded to in your, in your introduction that we're kind of insurance nerds or insurance geeks, and, and this is such a dynamic industry because not only the things that we just talked about are constantly being evaluated and changed, but on the regulatory side of things that, that affect the products, um, dealing with the European Union and companies from Europe doing business here, and a reciprocal of the US companies doing business in Europe, and how the finances uh, flow. You mentioned cybersecurity, which is one of the key hot issues uh, right now of, uh, of ensuring and picking up the pieces in case there's been a hack. Uh, and there's been some very high-profile hacks of health insurers, just to to mention a couple of things. So it's those types of things that are constantly changing, but when they do trickle down and they do affect uh, your homeowners, your auto, your liability coverage because of the uh, finances that are involved.
1: So as a business owner, I mean, you know, I love the word proactive because obviously insurance is a reactive Result of whatever, but in your experience in you know working within the industry for many many years, what is your recommendation to business owners about how do you become more proactive so your insurance doesn't have to be so expensive?
3: To be uh, being proactive, it, 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 we touched on it just a little bit ago, of sitting down with that broker on a regular basis and reviewing those coverages. I mean. For instance, if you, your business starts growing, you put out a website. Website has some information on there. You wanna make sure that you now have cyber coverage that you didn't have before. Um, and that's a, that's a growing field. So that's one, just a, a, one very brief example of being proactive. Reno continues to grow. There are certain parts of those businesses within the town, uh, within the city, that need to be taken into consideration as you review those insurance coverages, the level of your business, the amount of liability that you might have, those types of things. I mean, so it's constantly evolving that the proactive piece of this needs to always be taken into consideration. Yeah, and
1: and of course, vehicle insurance. I mean, every time I get on the spaghetti bowl, my gosh, it's like I wish I sold car insurance. (laughs) you know it's insane so when we come back i'm going to continue this great conversation with scott who is an insurance regulatory consultant and who was our insurance commissioner for quite a few years here in the state of nevada we'll be right back
4: suntech solar screening adds elegance comfort and privacy to your home 352-9396 Suntec Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening Products. 352-9396. Solar Screening combines expert craftsmanship, attention to detail and state-of-the-art materials to deliver a precision fit of heat repellent technology. Suntech Solar Screening adds comfort and style to your home all summer long. Call for a free estimate and you'll feel the difference immediately just by holding up the Suntech Solar Screen. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s 3529396 senior citizen and military discounts suntech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long make shade while the sun shines call suntech solar screening for a free estimate 3529396 suntech solar screening
2: Sage International Incorporated is proud to be celebrating 23 years in business. We believe if you know the way, you must light it for others. Owning a business can be hard, demanding, and even bizarre. At Sage International, our passion centers on education, which is based on our own experiences of building a company from scratch, along with the insights gained from the thousands of clients we have served. If you are a business owner, real estate investor, professional or entrepreneur, and not sure how to properly structure your business and personal assets to safely grow, protect, and leverage your hard-earned wealth from the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and estate taxes, then call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a
0: critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit SummitFunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R or call 775 775- 626 0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. Our branch NMLS number is 104 2857. Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199. Thank you.
4: Summit Funding is an equal housing lender.
1: Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Having a great conversation with Scott Kipper, who is an insurance regulatory consultant. And for those that are like, what does that mean? I just found out during break. So if there's a business that wants to do any type of um, related to insurance in all 50 states, you can walk them through those requirements. And there, I'm sure there are a lot of requirements. <laughs>
3: Unfortunately, there are, Uh, and all those requirements were because of uh, somebody's efforts to work around the law.
1: Yes. Let's talk about, we talked a lot about business insurance on the, the first half of the program. Let's talk about the hot button topic, the Affordable Care Act, if it's still called that, not sure if it still exists today or not. But of course, that has affected pretty much everybody in the country. As a business owner, it certainly affected us because what we could do before, we couldn't do anymore now we're all insured individually company can't pay for it those kinds of things and so based on a scale of one to ten what do you think is going to happen is it positive the changes that you see that congress is going to pull through if i read the paper nobody agrees where are you at
3: i think i'm, I'm probably in the same camp as you are nobody agrees and it's it's uh, I don't know if you follow this I'm seeing it kind of a disturbing trend of large carriers saying we're not going to sell any longer in this state on the exchanges, which I think is problematic, but certainly uh, understandable from a business point of view. Insurance companies are in the business of identifying risks and being able to manage them effectively uh, and cost-consciously. But they're having a tough time trying to figure out what the cost is going to be in those states. The uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act provided some sort of risk mitigation where there was some cost sharing involved. If you had a particular difficult year with claims, there's a pot of money that the federal government had created to help mitigate those losses. That money's being tied up in consideration by Congress right now. So companies can no longer have the sense of security that that money will be there to help them mitigate those losses. Without that level of certainty, because insurance companies are in the business, of dealing with knowable risks, and this is really not a known risk, they're withdrawing from these areas. And there's some states where there's not an option on the exchange in certain counties. I know the state of Washington just this week announced that there's two counties that there was no place to go on an, for an exchange product. Iowa's was having similar problems so I, I think this is going to be more and more uh, prevalent as
1: we go. Kind of interesting because when you think about it, I mean I know my premiums tripled things like that. So I'm sitting here going, how long can I afford to be a contributor into the system? And then it's like to even go get to a doctor is months in advance. So it's going to be interesting times. And of course, you know, if you're looking at all the media, it's all fear, fear, fear. And, you know, this is a big problem. However, for a whole bunch of us that are actually healthy, the problem is we can't afford it anymore.
3: Correct. So what do we do? Right. Uh, and that's. I think that's the used to be the $64,000 question. I think it's now close to probably $64 billion question is what op- options are going to be out there for Congress to consider. I know that the, the House passed a bill uh, last month that uh, as the CBO, or the Congressional Budget Office, scored this week and said that it would cost uh, 23 million Americans their coverage. Is that Good public policy, that's for the people in Washington to debate, but it does create a challenge and takes us back to the days before the Affordable Care Act where almost 20% of the population was without insurance.
1: So based on the crystal ball that we have here, (laughs) see no one can ever say to me, well if I had a crystal ball, you do. What I mean in your perfect world, you you were in the insurance. You're still in the insurance world at a at a much higher level as the insurance commissioner here for the state of Nevada. When the Affordable Care Act was coming into the state, what do you think? You must have those conversations over cocktails and say, "In my perfect world, here's how it would work."
3: Well, I I, I do believe <laughs> yeah. the 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 fact that there was a requirement for basically everybody to have some form of coverage made pretty good sense. And I think the experts that are out there who are far more steeped in this than I would agree that having everybody in the pool uh, is essential. You have to have all of the risks so that you can, that those who are making the payments uh, have an understanding of what the entire pool of risk is. So I think that uh, is, is, I think, very important. And it's funny, the Affordable Care Act, uh, when it first came out, said that the federal government was going to create this uniform set of benefits that uh, they would have. And after a great deal of discussion by all the experts, uh, the decision was, well, let's punt this back to the states. So a Nevada plan was slightly different than what you'd find in Arizona, was slightly different than what you'd find in Louisiana. But having a certain sense of what those minimums should be, I think, helps set the rates, helps set the expectations of what those coverages are Mm -hmm. and should be. So I think those two things, uh, at a minimum, need to be taken into consideration as these folks go forward.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I don't think there's really anybody in the country that, you know, is of the opinion that, you know, there should only be a segment of the population that can afford health insurance. We want to make sure that people have access. The problem now, quite a couple of years ago, I had the head of the School of Medicine here, and the problem is we just don't have the doctors. We don't have the the people that can provide the health care, and that was a huge problem with the ACA, and I don't know that that's been solved at this point either.
3: I I think that's going to be an ongoing concern. I know the state of Nevada has taken some giant steps in trying to alleviate that with uh, the creation of an additional medical, medical school and getting more doctors, nurse practitioners, registered nurses, all of them into the pipeline. It may take a while to get to bear the fruits of those labors, but it's important to understand that we do need more providers in in frontier or rural states like Nevada. I know that I grew up in Wyoming, it's the same issue there. Uh, If you go into rural Colorado, if you get outside of Denver, yeah, like the whole West
1: Coast, we have a lot of rural. A
3: lot of rural. (laughs)
2: We'll a Which is
1: different, you know, and again, you know, insurance, it's its a huge subject. And when you just look at every type of insurance and all the things that we have to deal with as individuals and business owners, some of it is big decisions we have to make.
3: Absolutely. And that's why it's important to have somebody, uh, like we mentioned in the first segment, uh, that you can rely upon to give you great advice, saying what you need, what you need to, I will say this about uh, a small segment of the brokerage world here in Nevada, and that's the health uh, underwriters, that uh, those health insurance experts work their fingers to the bone to help people through the Affordable Care Act and originally get signed up and uh, continue to do uh, yeoman's work uh, when it comes to making sure that they help their their. Customers make really strong, smart
1: decisions. So if I was a business and I wanted to do what, when would I need you?
3: You probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> because I would say you need to talk to a broker. Oh, right. right. Uh, my work is, is generally with insurance companies or third party administrators who uh, deal on a, on a more national level that their products, or they want to start selling in additional st- in states or they do need help with the legislative or regulatory issues in certain states that uh, uh, we'd hope that they would call and say, can you give us a hand or some advice?
1: Great. Well, we'll have your information on the website. So, well, that uh, wraps up this uh, conversation on insurance. So I want to thank you for being here with me today.
3: Thank you very much.
1: We'll pick this up same time, same station next week.
4: SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. Three five two nine three nine six. SunTech Solar Screens block up to ninety percent of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening Products. Three five two nine three nine six. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. Three five two nine three nine six. SunTech Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the
2: entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com.